Hello everybody, Cal Banyan here on Cal Banyan's Hypnosis Etc. And you can learn more about me and all of our free videos. Get all of our free videos on calbanyan.com where we have hundreds of videos like this on every topic you can think of in the world of hypnosis and a few other things as well. All right, so exciting. I hope you watched last video. If you didn't watch the last video, I recommend you do it because I got a chance to introduce you to Karen West Nielsen in Denmark, who's doing my co-hosting right now for these few podcasts. And let me tell you what, she's going to give us some insights in this video on, let's see here, myths in, in Europe about in, 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 let's say, hypnosis students in Europe, and maybe Europe is in general, and Scandinavia about American hypnosis and modern techniques. So let me introduce you to uh, Karen a little bit here. We, she is a five-path certified hyp- hypnotist. She's got that advanced training. She's a certified professional hypnosis instructor, able to teach uh, the, my courses. Uh, she produces a daily v- video or pretty much daily on Facebook, which made me say, I want her on my program because she does such a great job. And besides, everything she does on her Facebook page, video, I think pretty much is in Danish and I can't understand her. So now I've got her speaking English and she's doing a darn good job of it. All right, she's making our second appearance on the show. She came from a background of HR and then uh, strategic development, quality management, and organization change. She quit all that to go full-time into hypnosis. She had some early frustration with hypnosis and then she did some research and she found me and Five Path and Seven Path and she's been going at it full-time and she's expanding her office as we speak. She specializes in overachievers around the world, result-driven professionals who want to be as successful on the inside as they are on the outside in their profession. She works with clients around the world. A lot of it's done online, just like I do a lot of sessions online, because we want to give people hypnosis that works. How are you doing, Karen? Great, Cal, and thank you for your nice introduction. I would love to introduce you, Cal. Uh, Cal Bannon is the creator of Five Path Hypnosis, hypnosis that really works, and Seven Path Cell Hypnosis, the first antivirus software program for the human mind. Uh, With Five Path, Cal has given uh, every hypnotist and hypnotherapist around the world the opportunity to go far beyond classical uh, and traditional approaches to hypnosis and becoming not only equipped with the best hypnosis tools available, but also being able, becoming able to work with a wide uh, variety of problems. Five Path is a universal approach to problem solving and the Banyan Hypnosis Center is really the go-to place if you ever consider becoming a hypnotist uh, and hypnotherapist. If you're already a skilled hypnotist or hypnotherapist, you will be so amazed of how much extra knowledge you will gain uh, becoming a Five Pather. Cal has won a lot of prizes uh, from the National Guild of Hypnotists and he is continuously contributing to the development of uh, hypnosis and for us um, five pathers he is uh, 
every day he's uh, he's there's things to to learn about five path and he's uh, uh, always um, interested in developing uh, the hypnotherapy with and for us so thank you so much for having me here Cal you're very very welcome and let me speak to the audience just for a minute I want to tell you isn't it nice to always have these new, fresh faces, new voices, new perspectives on our show. I mean, it started off a long time ago with Celeste Hackett, and you've seen Meredith and Elron, and we've had Penny recently, and of course Erica Flint, and and you know all these different perspectives and voices and new faces, and probably one of the greatest gifts I've received from the profession is a, is a possibility to do this podcast with all these different really talented, really smart uh, hypnotists so that we can get out there and get the message around the world to really raise the profession as a whole. And when we raise the profession, you know, that raises the whole world in my humble opinion. All right, you got a topic for us, Karen? Yes, I do. Uh, And actually, I thought about this topic because it's something... Uh, that I meet in a lot of European um, hypnotherapists, especially in Denmark and Scandinavia. Uh, But I think it's kind of um, a general thing, and that is myths in the European hypnosis students about American hypnosis courses and techniques. Awesome. So you see this in students and also in... um, uh, just in the public in general? Yeah, I think some of these my- myths are myths that, that we see in a lot of areas. Uh, and I wanted to approach them because they are myths. And uh, working with you, Cal, and becoming a five-parfer, um, I just need to approach these, uh, these things for other people to find out that uh, they are only myths and they are not based in reality at all. So, you yourself, years ago, believed these same myths? Some of them, yes. <laughs> I actually did. And um, I must admit that uh, in the beginning, being a firepower, I rigidly held on to some of the myths. Uh, but then I just had to say goodbye to them because I found out they weren't... Uh, beneficial for anything. Sometimes those myths, they're just stumbling blocks that hold us up. People spending too much time on doing um, things that just don't matter or or trying to invent the whole thing all over for themselves when there's already a system like FiPath there for them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that is, that, that is one of the obstacles or one of the stumbling bo- blocks that uh, I thought about picking this topic for today, yeah. All right, so why don't you begin to run us through your list and I will add to it whenever I feel like it. Thank you, Cal. The first myth I want to approach is that language is an obstacle. Um, Speaking here and being uh, on this uh, today with you, Cal, everybody can hear that I'm not speaking English every day. I understand it. Uh, and years ago, I, I used my English skills um, much more than I do today. But still, if you understand English, and if you can make yourself comprehensible, uh, if, if people can understand what you say, I think that's sufficient for you to consider if you 
want to uh, take training uh, in uh, in your country or if you want to go to Cal. Cal is the expert and uh, actually I would not be in doubt at all. I would just go ahead and sign up for his uh, courses because uh, when I started out with you, Cal, the internet connection was not very good. <laughs> and sometimes I just couldn't hear what you were saying. And I think maybe you couldn't hear what I was saying, but the techniques are just so good today. So language is not an obstacle at all. Uh, a lot of European people are very uh, skilled at uh, English. But if you're from Germany or France or Italy, you might have um, uh, some um, considerations if your English skills are good enough. But again, if you can understand it and make yourself understood, then that will be fine. Wow. Hey, you know, one of the things that I think is important since we're talking about online stuff a little bit is, wow, the technology and the speed of the internet has gotten so much better and I'm bringing new technology into our classroom. So I expect that we're going to be even better than we were before as opposed to the old technology that we had to use years and years and years ago. All right, let's see. Uh, I know what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the next thing on your list. Do they really think, do they really think that it's too American? What does that mean? Yeah, it's that's a very rigid myth. I, I guess in Denmark we say, no, it's too American. And, and there's a lot of things that you can um, mean with that, but normally it's, if it's too American, uh, you think that it's too loud and too grand. <laughs> and being a very tiny, small country, uh, we put a lot of emph emphasis and value into being local and small, actually. And I think that it might not um, uh, be the case for every European country, but I think that some European countries will have the same myth going on that we might feel are uh, kind of uh, tiny compared to the US. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's kind of a low national self-esteem somehow uh, popping up like that. But it's also that when we think of uh, something being grand and loud, uh, we think that if it's small and tiny and local, then it has a better quality. And actually, I have experienced exactly the opposite, taking my uh, training with you, Cal. And that is that because you have the size and you have the magnitude and you have the impact that you have, actually you have the resources you have and you have the traditions, the uh, American history of hypnosis, uh, then it's a much better quality uh, than the courses that I admittedly have taken here in Europe. <laughs> okay, so I got a question for you. So I'm thinking about the eight word induction. Would that be considered something that is loud and big or would that be something that's small? No, that wouldn't be loud and big. <laughs> but, but some of the uh, words that we, we, we use when we translate them uh, they might seem um, different or, or strange uh, from our normal language, but language develops 
And in the later years, uh, the Danish language has also developed. And I think the same goes for Norwegian or uh, Sweden or German. Uh, and actually, we have so much. We have so much influence from the English language and American culture. Uh, and young people, they don't have the same, um, the same, um, uh, yeah, the same uh, myth going on about uh, U.S. culture. I think. You know, so what brought up that idea of the eight-word induction is I, I'm taking a peek at your list here, and you have techniques or superficial or a PR stunt. Can you tell me, like, I'm yeah. thinking about the eight-word induction might seem to be, like, fancy or, you know, something like that. But maybe I don't understand really what you're going for there. Yeah, it's kind of uh, when things are uh, loud and grand, and uh, actually it's also... I think that your techniques are very developed, Cal, and very modern, and very uh, to the bone. And what I find meeting uh, traditional trained hypnotherapists in in Denmark is that it's um, it's much more scriptonists. They are much more uh, script based, and uh, and they don't have. Um, the in-depth understanding of the human mind. Uh, so they, they lean back into old traditional and also old-fashioned techniques actually uh, because that has been the uh, base of hypnosis here in, in Denmark. Uh, so the eight-word induction demands that you, you understand what you're doing <laughs> and understand uh, that, that you understand how to to work with your clients and understand the human mind and uh, actually that is not uh, always the case that hypnotherapists and uh, hypnotists have less, that understanding um, for you it's kind of very normal cal <laughs> because uh, you've been around uh, doing these things and having this knowledge for years and years but but still we kind of lag behind i guess you know, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about on the very first day of class, we kind of set an understanding of how the mind works so that we can understand how hypnosis works with our unique proprietary model of the mind, right? Yeah. And now you, then you've got the, the, the European or Scandinavian uh, hypnotists that on one hand, they want to do old, classical, worn out, outdated, <laughs> that's my words, I'm not putting words in your mouth, uh, uh, approaches, but on the other hand, they kind of want to uh, come up with their own way, right? Exactly, yeah. And, and also, uh, looking into Five Path, it's, it's a universal approach. You, you haven't left a single thing that you haven't thought about, Cal, uh, from the way that we, we dress, from the way that we greet our clients, uh, from the way that we pick our office uh, space, from the way, where do we put our chair? And all these things are kind of provoking uh, for, for Danish people sometimes because they think, oh, I just want to invent it myself, as you say. Um, and there's a tradition um, that we, we need to invent everything ourselves. But that will not be a benefit for you as a hypnotherapist and not a benefit for your client. 
Also, I, I will need to add that some years ago, I met up with, uh, with um, an instructor, an hypnosis instructor, a very nice lady. And she had been an hypnosis instructor for years and years. And we talked about testing. Uh, and I asked her, how do you know that I was kind of, I just needed to ask her, how do you know when your clients are in hypnosis and which death they have? And she actually didn't know because she didn't know that the technique uh, is available. And um, yeah, so, so, and that, that was kind of my, my, uh, my purpose is to say that if we want to invent everything ourselves, we will just lag behind years and years and we will miss a lot of uh, new and modern techniques, techniques that you have developed a lot of, Cal, that will actually be a benefit for our students and our clients because she had taught hypnosis for years and for 20 years. And then I asked her, so um, she just said, I have a feeling of when, the, when my client is in hypnosis. And I asked her, what about your students? When will they get this feeling? And she looked at me and she, she's, she told me, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, it is. Well, they need to spend 10 years or 12 years to get a feeling uh, and still not be, um, be certain if their clients are actually in hypnosis. I think that's a, a huge problem. That's right. And, you know, it's funny how some hypnotists... Now, let me say, I think hypnotists are some of the greatest, most wonderful, caring uh, people in the world. But sometimes people will get a little bit high and mighty uh, in, in their, I don't know how to say this in a respectful way, high and mighty in their ignorance of, you know, that, well, I just know when someone's hypnotized or they look hypnotized and stuff like that, when there are very scientific, specific techniques that can be done. And, you know, a lot of what is in Five Path, I mean, I have innovated, at, but a lot of what Five Path is me just really taking the most powerful techniques available to the hypnotist and arranging them in the order that optimizes each of those techniques. And then over the, the 20 plus years that I've been doing this, refined and refined and, and, and help meld them together so that it is in a, in a complete system. But I got a question for you now. Here's the question. How are you overcoming or what are you doing to help transcend or get beyond these myths? In my students, I meet these, I have met these myths <laughs> consistently. And uh, and actually, some of them are myths uh, based on cultural understanding, but some of them are also um, kind of because learning learning something new, changing will move you out of your comfort zone. And whenever you feel that you're out of your comfort zone, you will try to find an explanation. And it's kind of an easy explanation to say, no, that's too American. It's not me. I have to invent it myself. Or I'm Danish. I'm doing it the Danish way. Uh, I had the same um, uh, kind of um, feeling inside when 
being a new five parfa and I just had to realize it was because I had to move beyond my existent comfort zone and that can be felt and that's good. Uh, so I decided to um, become very um, uh, acquainted and uh, to, to, to uh, like this feeling of uh, moving out of my comfort zone. So, so I think one of the, the myth about things being too American is also an easy explanation for things we feel when we move, when we learn something new and when we move beyond our existing comfort zone. You know, I think what you're saying there is, is so right on. Too many hypnotists, they, get, they do what's comfortable and are afraid to learn new stuff. Like the A-word induction, you know, that, that's, that, that will take a hypnotist out of its, their comfort zone. The five-path induction, which is a rapid induction, or doing age regression work, all this kind of stuff. Exactly. There, there's, another, there's another way of saying get out of your comfort zone, and that's called be courageous. You know, go ahead and feel the, the fear, and then begin the work. And what will happen is over time, you will become convinced of the value of what you're doing. Exactly. And I also have told my students that things are not always meant to feel nice in the beginning. Uh, the feeling of uh, things, if I have to learn a new language, I will feel awkward in the beginning. And one thing that you have told me again and again, Cal, is to drill, 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 practice, practice, practice. And that is the one thing that we need to do to, to get to know this feeling of newness and this feeling of newness transferring that into something comfortable or more comfortable for us and it's quite funny because my students when I meet them a year later they are not even questioning, questioning things uh, anymore it's, it has just been integrated in their way of thinking and doing things that's awesome. Now you're talking about your students. I know you're taking a, a, a short break away from teaching right now, but I anticipate you're going to come back. And But can you tell me a little bit about the hypnosis community, particularly the five-path community in Denmark? I know when I went there, I think it was last year or, 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 or in 2019, it was amazing to be around all these very excited uh, Danish uh, and, and from the surrounding areas also hypnotists. Yeah. And uh, we are growing in numbers, Cal. <laughs> and uh, uh, one of the reasons why we're growing in numbers is that when, when people realize how much they get from their five path training, it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's, it's a skill set they get, but also something they, they, that moves them personally. Uh, they are just so excited and uh, they tell everybody uh, about Five Path and uh, actually I, I guess a lot of people become Five Pathers because they have received Five Path hypnotherapy or uh, they have heard from people they know how good it is. So uh, I guess we have a lot of Five Pathers in Denmark right now. Uh, I don't know the exact number but, but uh, in the recent years uh, it has been growing. Perfect. Hey, as as you're talking about this, I'm. Uh, I just want to mention to everybody, 
if you're a five-pather or if you intend to be a five-pather, there's never a better time because coming up this year, the first ever symposium for five pathers will be get together uh, to do some advanced training uh, and um, and collegial elbow rubbing so that we can get together and have that and I believe that's coming up in October you can always check our website but the, that's going to be mainly four or five pathers that's what makes this year a really really good time to, to step up if you haven't already and if you're a five pather out there and I know there's a bunch of you hey guess what Make sure you know about the symposium. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be right here in Dallas. All right. Uh, we're running out of time, a little bit over. I'm not surprised. Uh, can you kind of wrap it up and make sure everybody has your contact information, Karen? Yeah. Uh, if you want to know more about the Five Path uh, training and you live in Denmark and you, you want to chat with me in Danish, then you're all, always welcome to... Actually, today I spoke with a guy... He was so unhappy that I take a break from <laughs> teaching, but I referred him to you, Cal. And also, there's other people uh, training uh, in Five Path here in Denmark. Um, my website is vest w e s t h lash hypnose And you're always welcome to contact me, call me, or send me an email. Yes, and I want to vouch, uh, Karen is a very knowledgeable, precise hypnotist, and if you want to see service, do services with her, you know, if you're not in Denmark or near where she lives, uh, she's an expert at doing sessions online. Thank you very much, Karen. Thank you, Cal. All right. Hey, so... I want to see you in class. We've got our next certification course coming up July 13th through the 24th here in Dallas. You can also participate online if you've got a good internet connection. Uh, I think that our live online uh, s classes are the very best because they are hybrid classes. It's an actual class going on with students in the class and then the electronics is set up on the front row so you get like the very best seat in the house. You'll be able to interact with all the other things that are going on. You can have a conversation with the, with the students on, who are in Dallas, no matter where you are. The, the challenge is that uh, time zones, right? I mean, if you're like in Australia, you know, the time zone, we're, we're doing it at Texas time, which is central time United States. So, I mean, if you're a night owl, maybe you could do it. Uh, we've also got the Week of Power, which is the same as the 10-day certification course, but shortened. It's shortened because only certified hypnotists can go in there, so I don't have to spend so much time on the basics. We, we cover uh, like one day of the basics, and then we get into all the advanced five-path, seven-path stuff. Our next one is in Singapore. Listen up, Asia. Singapore, I'm going to be teaching a Week of Power. That's going to be March 23rd or tw uh, through the 29th. Heck with it. I said attention Singapore. Anybody who would like to go to Singapore and have hypnosis training with me. That class is filling up quickly. There's a, a limited size. It's true for all my classes. Then back here in Dallas. Now, the Singapore class cannot be taken online because we just don't have 
the facility there in Singapore where we can do all the electronics and stuff. Uh, but back here in Dallas, April 26th to May 2nd, we've got a week of power. And again, that's for people who are already certified. It's the same course as the 10-day course, except that we don't spend so much time on the basics. So April 26th to May 2nd. You can always get information about my upcoming courses, like if you watch this video one, two, three, four, five years in the future by going to calbanyan.com. All right, that's it. Cal Banyan, signing off.